The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. Question 95 of the Catechism asks, To whom is baptism to be administered? Answer, Baptism is not to be administered to any that are out of the visible church till they profess their faith in Christ and obedience to Him. But the infants of such as are members of the visible church are to be baptized. The second part of the Catechism's answer, which teaches that the infant or young children of believers should also be baptized, might come as a surprise to some Christians. Why should these little ones be baptized when they could not yet be expected to give a credible profession of faith? Is not baptism a sign of the individual's public declaration of faith? While it is true that baptism testifies to the conversion of a sinner as someone who was once outside of Christ but is now part of his visible church, the greater significance of the sacrament is actually God's own faithfulness to his covenant people. This is the position taught by the Shorter Catechism in continuity with the majority position of the Christian Church throughout history. As we have been considering previously, circumcision corresponds to baptism in that both sacraments signify an individual's being set apart by God as one who belongs to Him. The great Princeton theologian B. B. Warfield explains it in this way. So long as it remains true that Paul represents the church of the living God to be one, founded on one covenant, which the law could not set aside, from Abraham to today, so long it remains true that the promise is to us and to our children, and that the members of the visible church consist of believers and their children, all of whom have a right to all the ordinances of the visible church, each in its appointed season. The argument in a nutshell is simply this. God established his church in the days of Abraham and put children into it. They must remain there until he puts them out. He has nowhere put them out. They are still then members of his church and as such entitled to its ordinance. Among these ordinances is baptism, which, standing in similar place in the new dispensation to circumcision in the old, is like to be given to children.
In Acts chapter 2, verses 38 to 39, Paul addresses the Jewish crowd that gathered to hear him after witnessing the Pentecost event with these words. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. God's promise to save sinners has always run along intergenerational lines. This means that the children of baptized Christians belong to Christ before they belong to their parents. And since this is so, they should also receive the sign of baptism which testifies to God's faithfulness to His covenant people. The Bible does not consider the children of believers as outsiders who need to be converted, but rather as insiders who need to grow up into the faith of their fathers. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1, Paul exhorts the children of believers to obey their parents in the Lord, for this is right. Although this verse does not speak of baptism, what Paul assumes about these children, that they are in the Lord, and therefore should obey their parents in the Lord, teaches us the principle of God's intergenerational faithfulness to which our baptisms should bear witness. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.